It's 11.55 and 55 seconds. Turn on your headlights. It's time for Night Drive. Good evening and welcome to Night Drive. I'm your host, Horace Wexler. It's late and I am feeling great in this little slice of paradise. I hope you are too, wherever you are. Uh, maybe you're in the room in the state capitol, sitting at the negotiation table, trying to iron out those disagreements between Danzy Universe and the state of Florida. Though I would ask, what are you doing with the radio on? Get back to work. Or maybe you're out there in that great big backyard of Fakahatchee, Florida Everglades, uh, especially if you're participating in the Great Serpent Hunt. Uh, if you're out there with a flashlight and a machete looking for these these incredibly long, agile snakes, feel free to call in. That number is 305-209-9686. For those of you already in the know, you know you've just got seven days to kill as many of these invasive Burmese pythons as you can before the government window closes and those snakes wriggle off scot-free. And the potential for quite a lot of money is on the line here, with thousands of dollars being appropriated to anyone who brings in a snake during this period. The longer the snake, the higher the reward. As it is with most things, bigger equals better. Unless it's a metal rod in your leg because you broke it, in which case smaller is usually better. But I know that a lot of you are out there with your ATVs and your golf carts armed with machetes, and I've heard a couple of pistol pops out there uh, as you guys are getting down to it. Uh, and also, I, I gotta say, I was in the, the hardware store just yesterday uh, and saw somebody buying a lot. Uh, frankly, uh, quite a lot of stump remover. And, uh, well, I mean, nobody has that many stumps all of a sudden out of the blue, in my opinion. So I think you and I both know where all that black powder is gonna go. Gonna send a snake to meet his maker. Of course, uh, the environmentalists are all up in arms, strapped to the nine with pistols to do their part and murder these snakes because the Burmese python, incredibly invasive, incredibly invasive species. It eats eggs of nesting birds, small gators, crocs, gars, as well as other wildlife that's native to Florida. And and so I think in uh, in many ways, uh, the environmentalists are, are just as bloodthirsty as the rest of us, uh, perhaps even more uh, to see these pythons come in, be hung on that scale with their their heads cut off and the blood uh, dripping down, spattering the dust into the asphalt. You see those environmentalists lick their lips. Uh, they're hungry for it. Not not actually for the blood, but for the for all the death that goes along with it. Which I have to say is uh, a real sight to see. Uh, a grizzly. Uh, not for the children, but then, uh, hey, uh, you can hunt your first python at any age. The, there are no age requirements here. Totally open to everyone. So uh, if you're interested, definitely look up some of the rules, and uh, we'll be talking more about the rules, tips, how, how to get started, etc. tonight. And uh, then nothing will be stopping you. You'll have no excuse. Uh, the world is your oyster, and oysters are also something that get eaten by these Burmese pythons. So uh, you can get out there, grab whatever you got, whether it's a, a hoe or a particularly sharp shovel, uh, cyanide, lawnmower. Uh, last year, believe it or not, uh, there was a big kill with, uh, with a folding chair. Uh, they used some of the moves they had seen from one of the, the popular South Florida wrestling leagues, and um, that killed the snake just as good as anything else. So uh, you can get out there with the, with a the folding chair, grab it out from under the mat, uh, do a hurricane rama on the, on those snakes. Uh, so again, uh, grab your golf clubs, strap some machetes under your bike tires, or, you know, just uh, take a bottle of Ron Rico after you finish it. Swig the rest of the rum on down, smash it against the bar, and, and take that uh, sharp, sharp edge glass 
right out into the night with you. You got yourself a prime python gutter right there in your hand and, uh, and a belly full of fire. I think it's important to remember that uh, we're doing this for the planet, everyone. Uh, we got to get these snakes, fix the ecosystem, uh, and, and maybe, just maybe, win some big money prizes in the process. Uh, I, of course, will not be partaking as uh, I'm on the radio this evening, and, and frankly, uh, my shift occurs during most of what's uh, considered prime python hunting time, so uh, I think this one is uh, going to fall to most of uh, most of you. Uh, though I'm not above getting out there after my shift is over in the early morning, and you know, just kind of kicking a rock, maybe just kind of seeing what's sliding around out there in the grass, and I don't know, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe I'll get lucky. I'll pick up a couple extra hundos on the off chance that I see one. But I, I'm not holding my breath for me. I'm holding my breath for you. I want to know. Are you having any success out there tonight? What's the biggest python you've caught so far? Uh, do you want to share your python hunting tips? Maybe your grandfather handed down all these years. Prime, prime old man tips. Uh, what's the biggest python you've brought in? And uh, how are you having the most success? If if you're comfortable with sharing. We know that some of you top hunters, uh, hold, it, hold it close to the vest. Uh, and those are some uh, some particularly guarded secrets. Uh, but those of you, uh, those of you, and, and that's how you get into the top 10 every year. Uh, you got to be tight-lipped about it. Uh, but if uh, you're an amateur and you're having success and you, you want to share that success, we want to live vicariously through you. Uh, so that number to call is 305-209-9686. Give me a call. I think uh, probably my favorite uh, Python story from years past, uh, though I do like uh, the folding chair kill, uh, was a guy uh, named Darnell... Um, Darnell Montalero, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and Darnell had a, a five-year-old son at the time on one of those, uh, what do they call it, uh, a big wheel. Uh, almost like they got bicycle pedals, but they're low to the ground, three wheels. It's not a tricycle. They're cooler than that. But uh, his kid uh, was rolling around in the bushes, and uh, he was using his son uh, to scare these pythons up out of the bushes. Get them up and moving. Flush them out, you know. And then uh, Darnell would sit up in a tree, and uh, Darnell uh, was a, a master angler. Uh, master master angler in fact uh, probably better with a fishing rod in his hand than anything else it's like when you meet a skateboarder and they can barely walk but like you put them on a skateboard and uh, they're just genius uh, well Darnell was that way with a fishing rod he lived for fishing uh, li absolutely lived for it uh, and he would describe himself first and foremost as a fisherman not a snake hunter uh, but Darnell would sit up in the, in this tree in this uh, in this tall tree and he'd bait a hook with a live mouse on the end of it and he would just cast it out there just straight out and he would treat it exactly like he was fishing uh, and Darnell had a lot of success that year um, he, he did place number 11 which is you know outside the top 10 and uh, I mean there's still bragging rights uh, and that there's you know hundreds of people out there participating but uh, but the glory I think we can all agree uh, the glory is uh, just a little bit better when you're in the top 10 still Darnell incredible success master angler amateur snake uh, snake hunter uh, but uh, he did all right. He did all right. Maybe we'll hear from uh, last year's first place winner, or maybe we'll hear from someone who's leading the charge this week tonight. And that number uh, to call again is 305-209-9686. All right, let's get uh, let's get right into it. Let's go over here to line f line one. Go ahead, line one. Okay. Uh, well, uh, hello, Horace. Uh, how are you, brother? I am well this evening. How are you? Uh, who am I speaking with? I'm good. I'm good. This is uh, Rickety Brofeld. Uh, 
Well, I know you were talking about the snake hunt, and I just wanted to call in and share my expertise with the uh, with the greenhorns uh, who who might be listening, uh, who might not have participated in one of these great snake hunts before. Uh, uh, well, you're a class act, Rickney. Uh, real nice guy, looking out for the new folks. Uh, people say I'm nice. I, I don't know that I'm 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 nice. Uh, I just uh, really want to see people succeed and uh, have a good time out there. And, uh, you know, uh, just really get the snakes corralled, really, uh, really taken care of. Uh, we're all doing a good thing out there. Uh, and if I'm helping people do a good thing, you know, eh, maybe that'll make me a better man. When the Lord Jesus come, take a take a look at me at the ledger sheet at the end of my life. Maybe he'll be like, yeah, wreck me. Hey, he's not so bad. Well, uh, what tips have you got for us this evening? Technique, trapping, scouting? Uh, I, I got a technique. Uh, it's a, a little unorthodox, but um, okay. Uh, what is orthodox when it comes to killing these snakes? Uh, short of grabbing your three fifty seven and putting a bullet through their head. But uh, just to be clear, uh, that method, uh, while it's fairly common, yeah, you do lose a good couple of inches there. Uh huh. I, I I know it's a, a pretty popular move for beginners. Yeah, right. I've seen some of these tenderfoots pull a sixteen footer. Uh, pop it with the 357 Mac, and uh, next thing you know, you're looking at a 14-footer. You just lost two feet there, Kimasabi. I, I don't know why you would make that your go-to. Oh, that that doesn't seem great at all. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, seems stupid in my opinion, but, you know, it, it works for some folk, sort of. So who am I to yuck somebody's yum uh, if it kills one of these blasted reptiles? Now, here's what I like to do, Horace, and uh, apologies because I've never really walked uh, somebody else through my process. Hey, uh, no worries at all, Rickney. Uh, we're just excited to suckle at the teat of your wisdom. Uh, that's a, that sounds gross, buddy. Uh, how about I just tell you how I do it? Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, I need a table saw, right? And, uh, well, I, I say a table saw, but really, I mean, uh, four table saws. And I go through and I take all these saws and I turn them upside down. And I grab some piping. Uh, you, you grab some wood if you got nothing else. But, uh, I, I, I like to grab some pipe and some braces. Nah. Uh, I essentially take these four table saws and you, you crank it up so the saw blades are real, real high up, you know, I don't know, two, three inches, uh, maybe four, depends on what you're sawing, but uh, you, you do want all those saws to be equal, yeah, absolutely equal. So uh, take the time, uh, do your do your diligence, pull out your level. Uh, if they're not equal, that's uh, that's obviously a problem, but uh, you're going to go through and uh, you're going to uh, you're going to hook all those together with the pipes and the braces. And uh, then I like to take the seat off of uh, my airboat because I, I find it real comfortable. But you could use any kind of seat that you're rumping uh, can I, enough and, uh, and go ahead and use that seat. Any seat at all. Uh, is, is there any sort of requirements or is it just wide open for for anything? I, I, any seat. I, it could be a dining room chair without the legs, uh, or whatever you want. Okay. You just, uh, you know, you want to stay low to the ground for stability. All right. And, uh, I bolt that down and brace that onto those, uh, onto those pipes. Really, pipes are better. I, I said you could use wood, but, you know, yeah, maybe don't. I don't know how safe that is, but now you got all these table saws and they're all braced. You got your chair on there. All right. All right. And uh, and then what? What's next? Well, what I do is I, I take one of those. Uh, well, I, for, for me, the uh, next step is I take one of those little putt-putt generators. You know, they hold about a gallon of gas tops, but uh, they put out a good amount of electricity. 
Uh, I keep one in my house for, you know, hurricane emergencies or like if I need to make a daiquiri out in the swamp, a daiquiri, pina colada, hurricanes, whatever. I like my fancy drinks uh, and I like to pop that on there, you know, and, and make sure you secure it. Don't don't pull an amateur move and just set it there. Uh, and then you're going to get yourself a four way splitter, you know, for uh, for power. Uh, and then uh, you're gonna plug all those uh, plug all those saws into there, like uh, like a power strip. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You plug all your saws in there, and you plug that into the generator. Now the trick with this is you also want to make sure you understand. But you, you want to make sure that uh, the power switch on that multi tap is off. Okay. Uh, because when you bring these all online, you want them to all be on at the same time. You don't want one of your saws to start too early. <laughs> You'll start driving around in circles, or right. Uh, that's an insane thing so yeah you you just you just make sure you got that thing flipped off i mean absolutely and then uh well i, I like to carry that out to i don't know somewhere that's pretty grassy and that seems like uh good uh, good territory you know uh that's a whole different thing how you how you find these stakes uh i don't have a lot of tips for that that um that i'm really comfortable sharing though and i mean maybe somebody else will but then you take that out there into the, I don't know, usually about knee-high grass. That's all I'll say. And uh, you sit there on that thing. Uh, you start the generator up. You flip that switch, and boom, you're off. I mean, you're you're the killing machine. Anything you're rolling over, you're chopping in half, right? Uh, rabbits, uh, marmots, uh, baby alligators. Not ideal, but sometimes happen. And, of course, snakes. And yeah, you, you'd think there'd be a problem, but uh, yeah, you, you, you know the uh, Florida State uh, Florida State Wildlife Society is uh, pretty pretty okay with uh, the pieces of snake as uh, long as the patterns match up. It's clear that they've all came from the same snake, and uh, man, it's it's just all good. Like uh, you're not losing any inches that way. Uh, if, if you're doing that, you're just you're just cutting through everything like butter. Uh, it, it is a little tough. Uh, sometimes to, to put some of the larger snakes back together, uh, especially if you're like going back and forth, uh, doing laps, either like, uh, if you're doing big wide circles or, you know, just, uh, back and forth like they used to have to make you do a gym class. Uh, I, I didn't realize it once, but, uh, I had a big old daddy snake end up in, uh, about 32 pieces. Uh, he ended up a bit of a jigsaw. Uh, he is, he is all right. I did okay. Uh, I would have preferred not to cut him into so many pieces, but, uh, it, it was a big one. And, uh, I was able to super glue it back into something that the Florida State, uh, Wildlife Society would be, uh, okay to take yet. Uh, I did pretty well from that. Nice. Uh, well, this sounds like a, like a great tip and, uh, a, a real nice way to get some wind in your hair. Uh, thanks for sharing, Rickney. So I just, yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I just thought I'd, you know, call in and share that tip for, for any of the newbies out there. Uh, uh, who might want to put the, put together their own snake death rig. Uh, I, I have a name it, so I, if you got a good name for it, uh, you know, f- feel free. Uh, I'm open. <laughs> hmm. Um, I mean, it, things kind of spring to mind. Snake me out. Uh, the assassinator. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good, uh, pretty okay. I, I don't know if I'll go with that. I was hoping to fit my name in there somewhere, but uh, I do appreciate the suggestion very much, Horace, and uh, I will take it uh, under consideration. But 
Uh, I, I think that's about all for me. Uh, I'm actually sitting on the uh, the assassinator right now. And, ooh, that actually that does sound uh, bri- uh, maybe I'm about to change my mind to make that one of it. So right. I'm about to take the assassinator out right now. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, why don't you start her up as uh, as I play you out? All right, all right. Well, I'll start her up. Thanks for taking my call, brother. All right. Thanks for calling. Uh, if uh, if you're just tuning in out there, uh, we're talking about the P- Burmese pythons tonight. Uh, are you going to get yourself one? Get yourself that big, big old payday. Uh, let's go over here to line three. Go ahead, line three. Oh, the snakes are upon us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who's this? Oh, I know you recognize your friend, Pastor Jonah Likely. <laughs> well, well, how are you, uh, Father? Uh, I, I'm, oh, I'm glad I'm to, well. to hear you back on the radio again. Oh, yes, I'm feeling mighty fine, you know. Uh, just been uh, drinking a lot of energy drinks, a lot of scud, a lot of good holy scud. Yeah. Who gets me back to talk about the Lord? Uh, are, you, are you slurping on one of those holy scuds while you're out there uh, hunting some of those snakes tonight? Oh, well, I mean, I may be a slurping man, but I am not about to raise my fist to the serpent. No, sirree. Oh, oh, really? No, no. You're not partaking in this contest at all? Oh, no, my child. The snakes, no, the snakes are a, a holy apparition that we should all take heed to. In fact, the best place to take heed of the snake's word would be at the snakesuary. You know, you know, right. you know where I am. Yeah. You know what I do. Yeah, uh, the, you just come on in anytime. That's your uh, your more uh, serpent-based uh, rebrand of of the sanctuary. Yes, you know, for years I toiled in the Lord's service, just slithering on my belly, and I could not see the sky. My eyes were just too close to the ground. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But now my eyes are open. Oh, my eyes are open, both lids. What What, what are your eyes seeing, Father? Uh, I'm seeing the snake as he was meant to be seen by our creator as a, as a medium, as a, as a bridge from, from our low like human selves to the mm, rich glory. That is the Lord. The bridge is the snake and we walk upon it metaphorically speaking, of course, but also literally, literally walking across the snake. You're going to kill that snake. That's going to get you into the contest. Father, that's going to get you some of those hundos. No, no, no. I I walk with a gentle step on my brother's snake. And the brother's snake, it pulls my weight, for it knows that I am weightless in the eyes of the Lord. Right. And you can actually, you can see me walk across the snake every Sunday. Every Sunday. I'm good. I got a lot going on on Sundays. You know, I understand. It's a lot to take in. And it will take time for you to shed your skin. But I swear to you, when you let go of those past ways and you embrace the Lord in the snake form, it's just pretty, you know, it's pretty cool. Father, uh, can I ask, um, mm. the, the snakes you have at the snake are, are any of these, yeah. these, um, these Burmese pythons? Oh, well, are, are they like mostly garden I, snakes you've got there? Or, or do you have any of these, uh, these snakes that people are out hunting? Our doors are open to all peoples and all reptiles. Right. I, I do not discriminate. No, I, uh, 
I offer uh, sanctuary to anyone or any uh, creature that the God has created. Got it. So, uh, so like, yeah, I would not be much of a father if I cast out my children. You, that. That would be you, uh, you got any big ones uh, over there? Big ones. Uh, like, I guess I should say long ones because it. Everyone knows the uh, the sanctuary, and now the sanctuary has big ones. Mm. Uh, you yes. got you got yeah. any long ones? I guess I should say. Uh, we do have some. We have some quite lengthy uh, uh, performers here. Right. Uh, at the sanctuary. Yes, yes. Wait, and, what uh, are you saying? You know, like I'm, 15, 16 feet? Oh, at least. If if they weren't uh, a foot, they were a yard. Oh, Father, that that is easily a grand right there. I mean, I, I don't oh. know that a 16-footer is going to put you in the top 10 based off of uh, some of the ones that have been brought in in the past, but you're, you're looking, you're stepping on money there. Oh, our snakes are grand, child, but they are priceless. I, I, are you doing anything to keep uh, keep hunters out? I mean, th- these snakes are these Burmese pythons. They're they're as good as money uh, once mm. you kill them. Um, I, I are, this seems very valuable. Are you doing anything to keep hunters out? Are are hunters even bothering yeah. you? Do they well, respect I, I, the 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 sanctuary that the sanctuary gives to snakes? Now we have had a few run-ins with some of these hunters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, as our policy has always been, you cannot touch performers, but the performers can touch you. So anyone who comes through our doors, they give you a firm pat down. Right. I'm not letting any dirty boys into my school. So, so security's been able to sort of handle it so far, keep, uh, keep things locked down. Oh, yes. So far, so, so good. It, you know, it, it helps that one of our performers at the front uh, is one of these big snakes, one of the biggest. It's quite... Um, it's quite something to stare into the eye of a snake and and try to deceive. Uh, you see, the snake's eye it pierces straight into the soul. Right. And as soon as that that telling tongue comes out and points in your direction, oh, you would not dare to try to cross the threshold of the sanctuary with a twelve gauge running down your leg. No, sir. No, sir. You know, I I I would have to agree with you. I, the one time uh, a snake and I made eye contact, I can only describe mm. it as like when you're lying to a liar, but you know the other liar mm. is a better liar than you are, yes. and uh, it, it kind of makes your blood run cold because you, you're outclassed mm. a little bit. Yes, you see, you see yeah. with the all-knowing eye of the snake, you know. What, it's just a matter of time. What, what, what do you say to uh, some of the environmentalists that are saying that these Burmese pythons are actually an ecological disaster, Father? Oh, well, I would just have to say, be gone! Be gone with that filth that you spout towards my snake brethren. It's vile. It's vile. Right. Do you hear me? What I'm saying is it's vile. I, do you have any sort of suggestion for uh, what we can do in instead of uh, killing these snakes, uh, these serpents? I, I should be like specific because it's it's not all snakes. It's only some very specific snakes. Yeah. Look, I'd, if you look into our past, I don't think you would ever see a, an instance where, uh, you know, calling out one specific type of anything and persecuting it did any good for anyone. Right. And uh, I will not let my snake brethren be persecuted either. I will stand with them or lay uh, lay horizontally with them is what I would do. Mm-hmm. I, I know there have been, you know, some reports uh, coming out that, that sort of preceded this contest of, of people sort mm-hmm. of being trapped in their home. 
uh, due to an overwhelming number of Burmese pythons. Or uh, uh, there was that python that um, grabbed uh, that baby. Um, it, it didn't eat it or anything, but it, it definitely took the baby and hit it from its parents for a while, which seemed, you know, pretty evil because they were pretty panicked about it. Um, yeah. what, what do you say to these people? Like th- these people are not, uh, I don't think they see, uh, Burmese pythons or, or snakes the same way you do. Well, I do think that you are automatically taking a stance of vilifying the snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has been done since you know the the beginning of time, but I think the snake has been misunderstood. I think it's I think it's a symbol of God's love for us. Uh, you know, yeah, one snake takes one baby, and suddenly all snakes are bad. But let me ask you: Were these good parents? Because I would venture a guess that maybe this snake saved that baby from a terrible home. And perhaps that baby is in a better place now. Right. So uh, some of these people that have been like, I've been tormented by snakes uh, who have been really struggling. You, you think maybe they're just being tormented by God's love. Yes. Uh, you know, God's love can sting. Uh, there are plenty of stories of, of a, a wrathful God, but he, he, his wrath is out of love. You know, uh, in fact, Jesus himself once cursed a fig tree for not producing enough figs. Right. You know, sometimes it takes a strong hand to lead your flock. I mean, that fig tree was an absolute bastard, if I may weigh in on 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 it. Um, mm, so, I mean, yes. it, it totally got what was coming to it, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a learned sure. man, so, yeah. but um, mm-hmm. that, that fig tree can straight go f itself yes hallelujah <laughs> are, are you doing anything to uh to protect uh, these other uh serpents uh you know I, I guess father i have to be honest that i don't necessarily view them uh through a, a particularly good lens and, and so i apologize mm. if i call them serpents if if that's demeaning to them in any way um are oh, you doing no. anything uh to protect these uh these burmese pythons uh from the hunters from the contest well, legally, I can't say that I'm harboring any such uh, a serpents, I believe, is the term you used. Uh, your term, not mine. But uh, no, I, legally, I can't say that. But off the record. Right. Like going going out into the uh, the Everglades and, and kind of helping them into, into a, like a car and taking them back to sanctuary or, or just kind of like waiting for them to show up at the door? Let's just say... I've been driving around in a hearse and mm-hmm. loading tons of snakes into empty coffins. Right. Terrifying visual, and, to be honest, Father. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, no one gives a coffin a second look. It's, it's too uncomfortable. But man, I, I, I certainly hope there's not some mix up. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to leave oh, it at that. No, I can't imagine. Like, Horrifying. No, there's, there's not even a 65% chance of that happening. Yeah, I, I'm just imagining like going to a nice uh, nice funeral for your grandmother and it being an open casket and just seeing a lot of writhing and wriggling inside that casket that uh, that would just make you ask a lot of questions I think have you been have you been talking to uh, Jacqueline and, and her family is this is this what you're uh, are you trying to catch me in something I, or, uh... no no I, Jacqueline Jacqueline who no one uh, all right. Um, father, uh, thank you so much for calling in, uh, this evening. Um, I, I, 
I think you're a little bit on in the wrong on this, but it, I, I do respect your viewpoint and it's a valid viewpoint. And I'm glad that you call up to, to share your viewpoint with us. Uh, it's always welcome here on Night Drive. Oh, well, thank you, Horace. Thank you, my child. And I hope to see you in the sanctuary soon. Right. You know, well, uh, it, you if, know, if you're ever feeling a little dry and scaly, just come on in. We crank up the heat and moisture. It's really humid. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I. I imagine it, it is. Um. I. I honestly, Father, I. I wasn't entirely sure that you had reopened. I thought that there was like, did, did you open? Did, are you closed? I, I. I've noticed the parking lot has been surprisingly empty. Um, oh, as well, of late. you know, I, I, I feel like many more of our customers, uh, don't have legs to drive a car. So, right. uh, you know, it's, it's mostly walk-ins, but, uh, you know, I guess it's been a little slow. You know, we don't have quite as many, uh, you know, themed cocktail nights and some of the performers left. That's, that's true. But I think we've just got some even better talent than we ever have before. You know, uh, there's the, uh, the 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 serpent sisters mm-hmm. there's the uh uh the slit uh, the, uh he's great there's uh oh oh we you know that thing where a snake eats its own tail it's like it's you know infinity it's a yeah whole yeah uh, uh an ouroboros i believe is what that's right. called I, I just use exactly. my college degree uh look at that right good for you <laughs> see yeah it's an ouroboros anyway we have a man who can you know put his own thing in his mouth so that's kind of the same thing right all right father uh well i i wish you uh a a very good evening uh thank you so much for calling in and um i don't know i i I don't know it kind of seems like you you need the money a little bit so i if uh if you want to join the hunt i i don't think anybody would uh would think less of you uh, if you no, brought, no, no, uh, but no, good things will come. I am sure of this for it. All right. While we love when our listeners call in during the show, we also know that's not always easy. And we don't want anyone to feel left out of the conversation, even if you're greased up and hiding quietly in a small sewer pipe and wait, or if you've got yourself covered with Python urine to blend in to get the pythons from the inside. So for folks like you, you can email or tweet at us just like Risp Quality Meister, who tweeted at us at Night Drive FM to say, Horace. I'm only an amateur competing among much better snake hunters, but I'm proud to say I do a little better every year. My number one tip is to rent or build a log costume and pretend to be a log. Not even snakes notice a log, so I've been able to get nice and close to some of these pythons. And only once has someone tried to tuck soup into my costume's holler, which was a good laugh for the both of us once we stopped screaming. Love the show! Thanks for taking time out uh, of your busy hunt to uh, email us tonight, Risp. Sir Briston Mopes emailed us to say, Ahoy Night Drive. I find myself much engaged with the concept of participating in the fantastical local snake hunt happening within this very township. Such a diversion from the ennui of the common rigmarole has captured my attention immensely, and I've had my manservant begin the preparations. I do wonder perhaps if any of your more rough-and-tumble listeners, perhaps ones considered as the very salt of the earth, might take it upon themselves to consider a potential team-up for to vanquish the mighty serpents. Potential allies will find that I am both quick of wit and fleet of foot, and should please send word to me at my estate. That guy's gonna die in the swamp. I I would not send word. I have to agree with my producer on this. Uh, Maybe sit this one out, Briston. It doesn't totally sound like your kind of thing, to be honest. 
Kunga DeVita, hit us up on Instagram at Night Drive FM Insta to send. Whoa, okay, uh, that's a big one. That is a massive python. Uh, <clears throat> oh my gosh, that's got to be seventy feet, uh, even without its head. Um, okay, in the in the description, Kunga says this is a sixty-eight footer. Uh, that she caught underneath the fanboat dock and beat to death with the heel of her Louboutins. Hashtag snake harm, not snake charm. Uh, wow. Uh, well, Kunga, I, I have to imagine you're going to stack enough paper from this catch. Uh, you'll be able to get a second pair of uh, Louboutins or a, at least a Birkin bag. That's, that's nice work. That is, wow. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a contender. If, uh, if that is from this year, ooh, she's, uh, that's easily top 10. Nice work, Kunga. All right, and uh, if you're just joining us this evening, we're talking about the Python Contest. Are you getting your hands on one of those Burmese pythons out there, bringing it in for a big prize? Uh, let's go over here to line four. Go ahead, line four. Horace, hello, my friends. Who, who is this? It is your friend, the friend of your audience, Royston Bongdonor. Uh, well, how are you, Mr. Bongdonor? How are you this evening? I'd like to say I was doing rather well, but unfortunately, this town is overrun with the snake. Have you seen all of the snakes? Yes, it, it, it is quite a lot of pythons. Have you heard about how many there are out there, though, really? Uh, a lot of speculation, I think, um, but but none. It's too many. I don't know if your listeners are aware, but there's too many snakes out here. Yeah, too too many is. Is anybody a... doing anything about the snakes? Well, that That's that is what the contest in. is is about, uh, Mr. Bongdonner. It's uh, you know people are out there finding snakes, bringing them in, getting rewards. The bigger the snake, bigger the prize. Oh goodness! Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, are, are you not participating? No, I've, I'm sorry I've not been listening to your contest. I've been on the front porch with my guns, um, right. just aiming them at the snakes. Happily, none of the snakes have attacked me just, just yet. I think they see me and they take me seriously. Are you just you know? holding them off? Like, uh, yes, right. a lot of steely glares in their direction, and they see my guns, which, mm -hmm. by the way, I can lift. So they see my guns and they slither away, you know, which is more than I can say for the, the snakes that that previously occupied this this town. Nice. So, so you've been uh, you've been lifting the weights a little bit, lifting the, pumping the irons. I've been pumping all of the irons I can find. Right. You know, there's so many of them that I, you know, I started with the small irons, and then I've been working my way up through the less small irons, I suppose, but they've all been pumped by me, and now I can point guns at snakes. Right. You know, which was the goal to begin with. The one particular snake I've got in mind that I wanted to point my gun at, which is what got me on the fitness regime, you know. Uh, and what snake was that? Are you talking about, uh, you uh know was it Big Birdie? Well, who no, no. Know, well before any Burmese pythons ever thought about slithering up into my lawn, there's one particular snake, Scrit Chowderhorn. He's the one I'd like to point my gun at more than anybody. You know that. Right. Well, you know, yes. I, I was hoping maybe you were participating in uh, some of the community. Uh... No, no. You know, the snakes, the, the pythons, I think, you know, live and let live, right? Right. But Scrit, well... that son of a bitch. 
Oh, uh, actually, uh, uh, Royson, uh, I this is uh, yeah. really interesting. Uh, usually I don't do this because I like to monopolize uh, most of my airtime myself, but uh, sure. we actually have uh, Scrit Chowderhorn here on line five. Uh, are you with us, uh, Mr. Chowderhorn? Oh, yeah, I'm here. This is a, uh, I, I'm sorry. Horus is some sort of joke. You no, and, I, he uh, he called in. Uh, I I guess uh, Scrit. Did you hear uh, Royston on the air? And you called in, or were you calling I in to talk about the snakes? Scooting along and listening to your program like I do, and then I heard a voice that just made me just vomit so violently that I had to stop. And once the puking was done. I decided to call in. So, uh, Horace, it's nice to hear your voice. Royston, it's nice to know that you're going to circle your head between your legs and eat your own shit as it falls out of your butt. Uh, well, it, uh, those I, are if, strong words. Horace, Horace if, if I may, I would, I would have you no know, script. I've not been able to eat my own shit since I was 30. Everybody knows that. Right. I, is, well, you sound like, a, you that... sound like an idiot. Once again, Skrit, you sound like an idiot. Look, I, look, I, I know that this is obviously good radio, two people sort of button heads together, but I also think this is a real opportunity. Did uh, you just say butt and heads together? Because I, I told you that was not on, on the table anymore. But, right. I, but I, I think this is a real opportunity for uh, to find some common ground between your two gangs. Maybe we can kind of smooth this over and and we can make some peace. And then, you know, the rest of the public can maybe use William Bryden Avenue again. Uh, it, would you guys uh, agree to that? Or are you open to that in any way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds real good. That sounds so easy and smart. That sounds like right. yeah. it like little, like nothing to it. I think. Horace. Yeah. No, that's a, right. Go ahead, Horace. Lead, you know. lead, lead the way you radio Absol genius therapist. Absolutely. Just, you know, it's one of those like, wow, we're here kind of things. Yeah, you know, of course. No problem. Well, I, I, I get the feeling that you're both being sarcastic together. So th there's the what? first piece of common ground uh, that, that maybe you guys uh, share. If Royston is being sarcastic, then I am not. Do you think you can't be serious about uh, the, the, the you're the only you can't? I have to be the ones. OK, sure. Well, you, because of the way have you heard your voice, your voice is uh, it sounds like the voice of if you were if you ever read the. Um, the I can't uh, even believe you. Boy. I mean, you you are, are there saying sarcasm is only for. For, for you, but not not for me. Are you? No. How dare you? That you can't be taken seriously because your voice sounds like the wolf in the um, all the books, and so you're uh, no, I you're sound a like I'm sorry, I sound like a book. You you do sound a little bit like a book wolf. A I, book I mean, wolf. He, a book wolf. He's, yeah, he's like from all those stories. Yeah. Well, listen. Horace, if you say so, I'll take your word for it. But so long as you came up with it and not script, you know? Right. Um, well, look, I, I, I've got sort of a list of uh, community questions that were submitted to you guys uh, through the Fakahatchee Gazette. Uh, I've got callers lining up that are excited to, to talk to you guys. Um, to talk to, let's to let's do really? this. Let, let, let's have a, a sit down here. Uh, the snakes, they're being taken care of. Uh, well, so I'm still. I'm, uh, to be fair, I'm still standing on my porch. 
eyeballing some some snakes that have yet to leave my lawn. Can I? Do you mind if I continue to stand? I I, I just I, feel like my property will be safer. Ab- absolutely, way. absolutely. Okay. Uh, so let, let's hit, hit some of these community questions, and and maybe we'll find some common ground here. First first question: Do you all have any tattoos? And if so, what is your favorite? You uh, either of you guys got ink? Well, Royston has a tattoo of a guy who looks like the worst thing you could ever imagine a human to be, and, but it's on his face. And um, no, I don't have any tattoos. Oh, Next okay. Uh, wait, R- R- Royston, do you actually have any tattoos? I, I once again, you're you're woefully inaccurate in in all of your statements. There, uh, Scrit. I have four tattoos. Uh, one um, is uh, it's just a, it's it's Paolo. It's the name Paolo in uh, Arial font. Right. Uh, it's the name of my ex-wife's fake Peruvian boyfriend. Um, it's the most recent of my four tattoos, uh, uh, but I will say it is, to answer your question the, the, from the community, it is my least favorite. Yes, that, that would be my okay. least favorite one. Well, it, it, no common ground there, uh, as, as far as I can say. How about this one? Uh, I, the government... About, he's got three more tattoos. Well, it, we, we don't need him to list all of his ink. I, I was hoping that maybe like you both had tattoos and... I don't know. Maybe you both had your mom's name uh, written on your arm, and it, your both mom's name is Martha or or something. I, I don't know. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, Horace. Well, who does yeah, that? I, I, I don't know. Is that actually that offended me? What a lousy way to get two people to get along. Finally, anyway, let's get to the next question. Right, right. Okay. Well, uh, the government uh, obviously has erected a security barrier around the Shonies. Now, who's got the best early bird special in town? Let me ask you something. Have you been to Glades? Not, uh, not the Glades. Glades. It's got three. It's got three A's in it. Mm-hmm. They've they've got a great menu. It's it's the menu is chock full of polentas and and grits. Uh, you, you know, cornmeal based right. type type. Oh, they, they're uh, uh, they specialize in hominy. Yes, it's right. got excellent harmony. Yeah, a lot of people think it's just beans floating in something, but you know they don't know what they're talking about. Those those people, but Glades is is quite good. Uh, uh, what about you, Scrit? Uh, is is Glades the best early bird special in town? Absolutely not. No, that's um, oh, that it's that's, that's if you do enjoy puckering your mouth up to the pooping end of your butt. And eating that, then yeah, sure, go to Glades. Uh, for the rest of us, eggheads—the one where they got a picture of the egg wearing glasses and all of the dishes—are pretty much. It's all. I think it's only two eggs, any style and toast, but it's it's like a buck ninety nine. So that's wow, that's, that's a great the best. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Early bird. But it's the best. If I could go point real quick, I'm just going to step on you real, real fast. That that toast is just. It's the scratchiest toast I've ever had. To be to be perfectly honest with you, it gets it's dry. Toast. It's because the, the sourdough is the thing. It's good sourdough, but then they toast it, and so it cuts the top of your mouth. But it's so scratchy. How do you even? No, I know. How can you handle that? See, so, have you, that see, you guys are finding some common ground here. Horace, I was about to tell him sorry, he's sorry. a piece of. Sorry. Oh, sorry. What? Listen, if you could just for one second just let me talk to this son of a bitch. You try. Have you? You know Boulevard Street, yeah. 
Yes, of course. Captains on Boulevard Street. You've been to Captains. Oh. Yeah, did you, you go for breakfast. Yeah. I'm usually there yeah. in the in the at the three thirty hour oh, well, for, you, uh, for a drink and an appetizer. In AM. No, never. What do you mean? Oh, oh so that that's time why would, No, no, no. So you go to Captain's for breakfast? No, I, yeah, no, Captain, I'm in well, the, I, the, the afternoon. Well, the 3.30 in the AM, it's more of a breakfast, it's more of an after-party after, par- after party breakfast kind of situation. Uh, the 3:30. Uh, let, let me tell you something. Their, their toast is never scratchy. Mm. Uh, but also, they undercook all of their eggs. It's wonderful. Oh. Okay. That sounds bad. But listen. At three thirty yeah. in the morning, it's my goddamn Teff. You know. Well, yeah, you enjoy your runny eggs at three thirty in the morning. I'll enjoy, uh, I, you know, it, uh, it seems like you guys can uh, agree on like a nice soft toast, right? Yeah, sure. Ne- neither less, of you like scratchy toast. More the scratchiness. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll give you that. I don't, don't want to cut my mouth on sourdough. No, but for a buck ninety nine, uh, you know. Next question. This is a good good price. You're correct. All right. Uh, Well, here's another question from the community. Uh, And and then we'll go to the phones, I I promise. Uh, How are you recruiting new members in this economy? I, I'll go first. Please feel free. I've decided to forgive uh, nursing home loan debt. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, would I be part of it? You know, as much as I I can, you, like at least enough to counteract some of the interest. Uh, you know, a lot of people our age are accruing, you know, saddled with with these payments that make you know they make it difficult to to purchase a new gadabout or or a new zipperoo or whatever you that might you know need to be a little more liquid with your cash for. Right. Uh, what about you, Scrat? Um, how how are you bringing in new members? Uh, petty thefts, to be honest. It, uh-huh. I we go to grocery stores or uh, department stores, to, uh, gas stations, and uh, just like you'd be surprised. Um, and I, Royce, and you could probably speak to this. Like shoplifting is an old guy, not very difficult. Mm. Um, no, not not expected. I, no one's worried about you running. Uh, so that um, then that's sort of how I I pay. Uh, anybody interested in uh, becoming becoming part of part of something special? The only point I would add to that is that I don't even consider it shoplifting. I feel like I've earned it, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I certainly more morality wise, it's never even a. a I've thing. got yeah, I've got no problem with it whatsoever. Soft toast yeah. shoplifting. But would I pay it somebody here? with with petty thievery? I, uh, all right, uh, I got to go over here. Uh, we got to take a phone call real quick. Uh, let's go over here to uh, to line two. Uh, Horace, you whippersnapper, how's it hanging? This is Bartholomew James, old BJ of the T-Ball Walker. <laughs> it's hanging good, Bartholomew. Uh, my notes here say you're a big fan of Scrit. Why is that? Scrit saved my life. I oh. left Big City because of some heat with my old gang, the Joyriders, who are all big fans of Joy Behard on The View. I was looking for a new gang and couldn't grab anyone's attention here. I tried all the tricks. I left my adult diaper on the doorknob outside my room. I even snuck out after lights out to watch the 6 o'clock news. No one wanted BJ. So one day, I went and bought an off-brand scooter from Geezer Goer. I was trying to chase down some of the Dust Kings, and it was terrible. 
I careened too far to the left, and I was buried underneath it. And there he was, with the light shining behind him like the angels. Old Scrit himself, with one hand on his shiny walker, the other extended to me. After about an hour, he pulled me to my feet, and his number one gal gave me my own walker. I'd take a bullet for that man, Horde. Wow. Not in the chest or the arms. That, that sounds a little painful. Maybe yeah. in the, the leg or the backside. There's, there's more meat sure, on the bone sure. there. Speaking of meat on the bone, time for my nightly sponge bath. All right. Uh, oh. Thanks, BJ. Oh, did he hang up? I had a follow-up question. I, I no, it bath? seemed like he had uh, a big, big evening planned. In a, in a hurry. I, where were you on that one, Royston? It, it seemed like uh, there was a, a member there ready to join, and uh, you lost him to, to script. I'll say two two things about it. If he was ha- if he was chasing uh, some of the Dust Kings, could you blame Dust Kings for being evasive when there's somebody else, uh, you know, screaming and shouting on a on a on a scooter coming after you? Like I just. We we have a, a policy here, and old BJ would be good to re- remember this. We have a policy about strength in numbers, you know. So, always easier to beat up a man when there's four or five of you, you know. So, if it was just a few, I, it's an honest mistake. I, and listen, I'll apologize for an honest mistake. It happens all the time that, you know, people, people uh, confuse uh right. old people for other old people you know we all i'll i'll say it script i'll say it we all look the same you know right uh, well you all have you, white hair and sure wrinkly and generally we're pretty angry and and in lots of pain most of the time mm-hmm. so uh, you know as far as the second half of this story with the light from behind i'm i'm pretty sure old bj had a stroke in there so there's there's a good chance he doesn't know what he's talking about and that's what i choose to believe right oh okay uh well it certainly uh bodes well for you script um uh let's let's do another community question here um when uh, w- one of the members of the community wants to know if uh, this feud could be settled with uh, just a simple game of full speed scooter chicken down in the Fakahatchee concrete ditch, uh, a grease style. Mm. You mean we'd be covered in grease? I, I, I think they're talking about the, the motion picture grease uh, and not like motor grease. Hang, hang on a second. Are you say that they, they, they put grease on? on to the the movies yes uh grease is uh is the word uh is my this is why this is why good good men like bj don't go to the dust kings because royston is uh out of touch uh i am familiar with the movie grease and no the answer is no we couldn't settle this that way we need more people to be dead at the end of our chicken game so right. it was more Very like, much. you know how farmers play chicken is with a, just a cleaver and then the chicken's head is off. Right. I could go for that. I will say there's two things. Number one, I will agree with uh, the, the asshole on the other line here. Uh, script, not, uh, you know, the, with the community question. Whoever says that community question, I'm sure, is not an asshole. But script is an asshole. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, we, we, we get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. You agree with me. So, I get it. I will I will agree with that asshole that we do there will be dead bodies and a concrete ditch is as good a place as any 
to put dead bodies. So that when Skrit is will say some nonsense like over my dead body, I'll be like, great, I'll put your dead body in that ditch and then it will be over, you know? So in that sense, I suppose we could settle this in a greasy ditch, yes. Right. I, I mean, that's sort of a, a, a shared thing. It's not great. I mean, like you've got soft toast, shoplifting, and, and now... Uh, you, you've both agreed that you'd like there to be a lot of bodies at the end of this. Which... Right, a, a near unquenchable bloodlust. Yeah. Right, right. Um, okay, uh, well, oh, let's take another call here. Uh, I'm going to go over here to line six. Go ahead, line six. Hello, Horace. It's me, Abigail Smith. Hi, Abigail. And I'm just ringing to say that the 8th Street Duskings and Royston Bong Donor are idiots. What? They are wrong Nowhere. about literally everything they have ever said ever done, and the T-Ball Walkers are wildly superior. I love you, Skrit Chowderhorn. Oh, huh? I am part of your fan club. If you had one, I would be part in it. I don't know if you do. Club. If you do, let everybody know, Horace. And if you know and you haven't told everybody, then you too are an idiot. I'm... T-Ball Walkers for life. Uh, All no, right. Uh, well, thanks uh, for calling, Abigail. Uh, Thank you, you are an idiot. Uh, do you guys have fan clubs? I, I mean, I guess that's. I listen. If you don't have a fan club script, please, by all means, I would just ever get everybody who supports you to put the name on a piece of paper for me. Just sign, sign up with the names, put the addresses, and where to find them. I, that would be great. I, I would be Royston, happy. If you to, could to get a hold could... of that list, script. Oh, a list of you, everybody you... that you care about. Put it on yeah. a piece of paper and, and mail it to. I've, it's I out the there. house with it, all the pythons in the front yard. You can find me. Yes. If my if my enormous fan club was scared of you, then that would be a problem. But if you were to go to Facebook.com to the the Scrit Chowderhorn fan page, which uh, there's a name that somebody else gave. I don't I can't I haven't found it. But yes, I've got a fan club. It's very big. It's not Do you afraid think of Royston. The reason why you haven't found it? Is that, you think because it doesn't exist or because you're some sort of idiot? Pick pick it's one a, of those. It, those are the only two options. You're an idiot or it doesn't exist. I, 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 I don't know that he has to pick one of those options. I, I, let's just say I, I, I asked him to, though, Horace, and he's a coward. I'm not so. going to. But just because you ask someone to do something doesn't mean they have to have to do it. So, well, I mean, that's not how radio works, right. Horace. I don't want to tell you your job, but he's an idiot, and he can't find it, and it doesn't exist. All right, uh, my producer is signaling me that we uh, have to go to a commercial here. Uh, so we'll be right back with uh, Skrit and Royston uh, right after this. Oh, boy. That's the sound of dollar bills slithering away into the swamp. And you're wearing your Saturday night boots. That's money escaping your grasp. But not if you got 40 feet of whist tick, 100% lariat rope hanging off your hip. It's the snake lasser of the lasses dream about. Fast as a shot, you've got that python roped in hognose tied and ready to toss across your saddle, into the back of your truck, or tucked nicely in your golf bag to take in for the bounty. And then you can take your best girl out for ribs. Westech's got the quality that ropes you in. Westech, 
absolutely dominating the West since 1879. Now try West Tech's new manatee saddles for the wettest ride you'll ever experience. Okay, uh, welcome back. If you're just joining us, uh, we started talking about serpents, and uh, now we're trying to broker a piece here between Scrit Chowderhorn and Royston Bongdoner. Uh, welcome back, gentlemen. I would argue we're still talking about serpents, just the one of them, and his name is Scrit, and I hate his goddamn face. Right. And the same is true, but uh, shut up. Okay. What? You absolutely nailed that one, Scrit. Thank you. All right. Let's go to a, another caller here. Uh, over here on line one. Go ahead, line one. Hello, Horace. And also, hello, Scrit. And also, hello, Royston. Hello. This is Chuchi Bonum. Ah, how are you doing tonight, Chuchi? Chuchi. Well, Horace, when I tell you I'm wearing a pair of Armani trousers with a cashmere sweater and a Versace ascot tied in the Windsor casual style, <laughs> I think oh. you'll know exactly how I'm doing this evening. Yeah, yeah, I do. Doing pretty well, it sounds But like. listen, uh -huh. Horace, these two gentlemen make intriguing propositions. But which is the better fit for a person such as myself that both thrives on violence and dines on chaos, but finds themselves a bit of a noping Nancy when it comes to blood and the potential stains it leaves behind? Mm. Chuchi Bonham, Fokahatchee Radio News. Uh, Chuchi, you don't, you don't have to oh. sign. Okay. Um, well, uh, I, to, that's to you, gentlemen. Uh, Who's uh, who's pro chaos, but uh, con stain? I guess it would be that question distilled. Hmm. The dust kings are, and I'll tell you why, Horace and Chuchi. If I assume you hung up to to, you'll take your answer off the air. Yeah, it seemed like it. You know, do you know the dry cleaners that's over on Boulevard Street? Uh, it's right near Captain's. Mm -hmm. You know that dry cleaners over there. Well, guess whose turf that is. Guess who's guess who who runs that turf where that dry cleaners is. They get all the stains out. Right. Uh, so uh, pretty decent laundry services with the uh, with the t ball walkers. No, yes. No. No. I'm sorry. Eight so Street Dust Kings. Eight Street Dust Kings. Please take, take get your shit together. Yeah. Sorry. Morris. Sorry. But we're we're not going to stop the violence. Right. Hey, it's great. Yeah. Do you have any any options for one of our reporters uh, who's calling in to to ask this question? No, we wear our murder murder marks with pride. Right. That's a, a very important difference between uh, the the T ball walkers and the poop shits of uh, Royston Butt Munchland. Uh, we capitalize on our proximity to the Seven Eleven. Uh -huh. And uh, and snacks and uh, celebrating our uh, our kills, whereas once Donorbong gets lucky and accidentally hurts someone and gets a drop of blood on them, they're off to the dry cleaners. So, Chuchi, uh, enjoy enjoy all the money you spend on your your bleach, and um, we'll be eating snacks. So, right. uh, okay. I mean, listen, with all the money he's saving on the nursing home loan debt forgiveness that I'm managing, he can afford both to clean his clothes properly and to not have to settle for scratchy toast. So, empty promise, empty promise that's never going to happen. He's never going to be able to make that. He's you, never going to capitalize on that. You, you say that you've been saying that for promise. years. You've been saying that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I got to rein this in, Royson. Just rein it in. Rein this in. 
Come on. So uh, we have another call here from uh, from a, a younger uh, listener, not like a child, uh, but uh, he, he's got some questions, I guess, uh, and, and looking for which gang, I guess, to, to join. Horace, what up, my dude? It's Coordinario Chimango again. Look, mm-hmm. Royston, Scrit, I did not like what went down between you two at the Mayor's Day Parade. You hear me? Now Now I have to pick between you two. Ah. What's wrong with that? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I'm not scared to pick, Horace. I'm not scared. I just need more info. So I guess my question here is a bit of a two-parter. Uh, two First parts? of all, okay. maybe the toughest question, which one of you likes honeybees the most? Mm. Second part, I'm very perk-focused. You know, like, uh, does one of you offer on-site dry cleaning uh, oh, for my okay. V-necks? Right. Um, is there, like, a uh, daily breakfast spread? Or are we just looking at, like, a, like a big bagel and coffee traveler situation, you know? So, uh, which one of your gangs offers the best perks? Because I, I got to do right by me, my dudes. Right. Sure, of course. You know? Right. I, so, I, I'm looking forward to your answer before I make my final decision. Okay. Uh, well, well I- cool. Coordinator, I feel like I've already answered a handful of your questions, but I will answer this a couple of the specific things that you came up with. You know, number number one, I don't care for bees. I won't act like I do, and I feel like that is a trick question. But uh, in terms of other perks, I'll uh, real uh, quick uh, let's let's get Royston. Uh, hold on, let's let's get Scrit's opinion on bees here. Let's let's take oh. it as we go. So, okay. Conjurer, Royston is uh, above natural order of things, he thinks, uh, whereas I understand that bees are very important. I will also say I enjoy a barefoot walk through clover, and, and goddamn honeybees make that so hard. So, um, I am better than Royston with regard to bees, but I'd keep them away from my feet. All right, go ahead. You respect the bees, you just don't want them near your feet. That's right. That's exactly right. right. Whereas, whereas stupid Royston doesn't understand how uh, like honey is made and how flowers grow. Do you know how honey is made, Royston? Do I know how honey is made? Go ahead, Royston. Tell them all about how honey is made. Honey is made when the bees build a nest and then they f- inside of it. I mean, that I sounds right. I feel so good right now. I feel That's... so good about myself. Why? Right because you're horny for bees. You sick. You sick bastards. You're gross. All right, I, let's not let's not kink shame here. Uh, well, let's take I, the second part of uh, of Cordonadio's question. Um, which of you offers the best perks? I, I know we've touched on this uh, so far, uh, Royce, and uh, you've said dry cleaning. Got dry cleaning, Boom. yes, yeah, and uh, Scrit, you've talked about snacks. Sounds. Is there is there anything else uh, that uh, the gangs offer for for potential members? Well, we we offer better transportation because um, we it's it's very easy to uh, jerry rig a walker uh, when push comes to shove. Right. Uh, and so as far as like quick accommodations, um, we're top notch. Uh, Royston uh, will lie about when you can get your uh, your scooter and um, and just lie about everything else. He's a liar. He's he's a he's a snake he's a cartoon wolf i think we covered that at the very beginning first of all it's a book wolf and i have nothing but respect for horace that was his idea secondly is uh, did you forget to list one of the perks the fact that you won't be able to afford shoes for your walks anymore because of all of that money that you are paying for your nursing home well this uh was a younger listener so i'm not sure that that necessarily comes into play 
out of touch. No, out he waits of for no man. Touch. Father time. He's out of touch. He is undefeated. He's coming for you, Coronado. Out of touch. Right. Uh, he touches is his butt. Don't give me that. I told you I can't do that anymore. What? what try though. What What would it take uh, for you? I think a time machine to go back about 40, 45 years. Uh, yoga class. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, Royson, you misunderstand. Uh, what would it take for you two to, to lay down your arms and uh, not necessarily be friends uh, again? Wait, were you guys friends? How, how did this all start? We, uh, <coughs> we were acquaintances. It was, it, we knew of each other at, at a certain point. Yes. Right. I would say. They have walked in similar circles, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. Yes. There's a circle, one circle in, in particular, uh, which is the widest possible arc that you could manage in that, that POW camp. Right. And that um, was a, uh, a different time. Course. It was a different time. Things have changed. So it was very different. It was long ago. I was a much limberer man in those days. You guys were both uh, were both POWs. That's right. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, in in the same camp. Uh, we were. Yes. Uh, how how well did you know each other? I mean, was it like a big camp where like you kind of got lost in the crowd, or like a small camp where like everyone really knew each other because you could stare from like your cage into like your neighbor's cage. Um, I think, you know, it's sort of in between the two. I think there were three of us. Three, there were, well, there were, it started as five, um, two, two of our, well, yeah, I mean, two of, two of them were they, they you can't, they didn't quite make it to camp, you would say. Yeah, they, they didn't, I mean, you know how it goes with politicians and, you know, statecraft and trading and this and that and. Yeah, but yes, there were three of us for the most part. Uh, real quick, what what happened to the the third POW that was uh, at the camp with you? Um, well, I'll tell you what happened yeah, to the, that third POW. Jevin, his name was Jevin. First name Jevin. His, uh, what was that? I'm his sorry, first name or his last name? I'm thinking about Jevin. Jevin was his middle name. You know goddamn well that was his middle name, right? I don't uh, say Mickey, his first name out loud. Oh, God. Mickey Jevin Johnson, the man that you killed by clogging his very veins with shit. Wow. <clears throat> well, I, I, did, did what, you guys... What was, what was it, by the way? Skrit? Was it the fact that he was a dust king? Too much for you to handle after all these years? I didn't know... Who was going to drink the clogging, the clogging stuff? And it was, and you know what? When a dust king dies, a fairy gets a free drink at a bar. So I, what were we talking about? What were we talking about before we were talking about this? I, well, I mean, it, it, from what I can understand, uh, it was, uh, the, the three of you in a POW camp, uh, Royce and, and, uh, and Jevin. Roy, Royce didn't script and Mickey Jevin Johnson. Um, we got through some hard and, shit, but it, 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 well, to be fair, it was a different time, and I and frankly, I don't think about it much. What what it, that seems like it should have drawn you guys closer. What what puts you so far apart? 
Um, t- tax brackets mostly. Right. There was a lot of ta- yes, income inequality was part of the deal. Yeah. So I you guys are kind of living as equals in the POW camp, and then you sure. come back to to Florida, and suddenly you guys are in different uh, different stratospheres uh, financially. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, my father, right. my father owned all those dealerships, you know. Right. Uh, but then, what what was it again, Scrit? Your dad was he? You have to oh, remind me a, because I, frankly, this is one well, of those things that I've never known because I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, it's it, it was it was confusing because he was a uh, a journalist, um, but in the in the circus, so he would write right. news articles. And it was for the circus people, right? Um, about oh, so what was happening? It was it was like he was a circus blogger before blogs existed. That's right. It was it was it was uh, the the circus news, but but like you know, it was it, he would write one piece of paper and make copies, and the other circus uh, goddamn freaks would like get, a, like a trade get magazine. Uh-huh. I, I feel, like, know, I feel I, like you might be giving yeah. him too much credit, Horace. Why I'm just no, trying to wrap my no. head around it. So hey, look. you guys are in different okay. financial stratospheres. I, how did that? I mean, you guys are are killing each other on the streets. Like uh, parts of the right. town are are trying to join different gangs because they think it's going to make them safer or cooler or whatever. Like what what kicked this all off? What what was this spark? I uh, you know I, 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 I mean. Want- I f- I, it, I, mean, I know it was your fault, Scratch. Well, so there's that. there's two there's two there's two options from my okay. memory. It was sure. when um, when uh, we got into a fight over the a, a, a tab, but but it, so years ago it was either that or there was when Royston walked in and um, and Paolo and I were Eiffel towering his wife uh, oh, at the time hey his wife. Now. And, and that upset him. Um, what was? But I was really mad about the the bill thing, so I can't remember which mattered more. So wait a minute. I, I mean, I do remember being mad about the bill. Uh, the the shaky age didn't bother me as much, if I remember correctly. That was. Huh. I mean, because Paolo. I mean, I got I, his name. I got his name tattooed. I have nothing but fond memories of Paolo. But, I, but that goddamn I, bill. Look, you, that's, you me, that's those... me projecting. That's me projecting. I could be, you know, I ordered much more than you did. I was just sort of expecting all you'd pick it up. juice and all of those those eggs that just ran right on you wasted perfectly good runny eggs, and then you made me pay for them. If that's you, son of a bitch, I, I'm mad at you well, all I over again. That I thought I was going to need the runoff from the eggs to wet down the toast, but the toast was perfectly moist, so it didn't matter. But right. uh, well, but you, I, I, you know, I just I thought you were going to pay because of all of your wealth. What, what what was the total? What was the total on this bill? Can I ask? Do you remember? Was, I don't. Are you uh, going to have to ask me because Scrit skipped out on it. Just yes, call him. Yeah. Call him. Yeah, I was going to guess. Skip. Outer horn is what his name should also be. funny. I mean, it it, it kind of seems like is, is this just all about like less than ten bucks? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I don't, you can't put it fifteen or twenty. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. A, that that seems high. That's a that's a lot of eggs. 
I'm telling you, it was so many eggs, and I don't even think they actually cooked them at all. Uh, that particular instance, I mean, they were so sloppy. So even by Glade standards, they were pretty pretty sloppy. Uh, I would have gone to town on them had I had they not been on script. That son of a bitch's place. That right. dirty bastard. I mean, it, seeing as how the uh, uh, your wife getting speared it didn't bother you that much. Uh, well, you know, it. she Is was something... a group sex kind of gal, and who am I to, to, to judge? You know, it's stuff like, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, regardless like, you're, how, you're a little too hung up on that frankly no oh, it, it, it seems like if if we can just solve this this one bill that like maybe there could be peace no. i tell you what i tell you what i tell you what let's just call it in even ten dollars no let's call it 20 because that's how inflation works 20 dollars <laughs> You find yourself a $20 bill, and then you come meet me at some at whichever greasy ditch you want to, and then make your peace with God, because I'm going to shoot your face off. <sighs> then we will have peace, Horace. Yeah, and as my face doesn't get shot off, but uh, Royston does die with so many tiny razor blades in his throat, because I put them in his mouth, and I grab the top of his head and the bottom of his jaw and force him to chew. I will be thinking about how his actions drove me to the point where I shit murdered a fellow POW, and um, and that is where I will I will finally come to peace once he's dead. Right. Um, right. So, so yeah, this is uh, not going to be settled with uh, your little math tricks, Horace. I'm afraid not. Well, um... it's it's not it's not about the money again. Uh, Horace, you know, it's, it's it's about the principle. You you know, it's yeah. about the principle. It's about the principle. It's about the principle. It's about the, on that we can agree. And unfortunately, people die for their principles all the time. Yes, just like Jevin, poor Mickey Jevin Johnson. Gentlemen, I I appreciate you letting me try to to broker some sort of peace. Uh, I I hope that we still find a path to it somehow. Um, but uh, I'm not optimistic. I guess. Good. Good. You're good. You're headed in the right direction. I think that's the right way to be. Yeah. I I think if there's some common ground, it's that all three of us don't agree that there's going to be a peace at this point. I think that's nice. I'm happy. I'm happy to agree with Scrit on that. That there's no way this ends until both of us are dead. Yep. No, I will shake on that and then rip your arm right off of your body. All right. Well, uh, this is yeah, good starting luck. To... I've been I've been pumping iron. If you heard that part of the oh, yeah. fucking snake! All right. Uh, we're we're gonna uh, move on here uh, to something that might be a little more productive. Uh, so uh, let's take a break here, and we'll be right back with more of your calls after this. Have you been injured by a python hunter? Have you been shot, exploded, or just lost a toe due to improper use of a razor-sharp shovel? I'm attorney Mike Hammer. I hate snakes, but I like justice, and I love big paydays. Mike Hammer got me $112 after my face got split open by a snake hunter improperly using a whip. I guess you could say it covered a portion of my medical bills. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Snake hunting is dangerous, and being snake hunting adjacent might be even more dangerous. Together, we can make these negligent hunters pay out the ass for their mistakes. A snake hunter broke my window, leapt into my house, 
and sought me three times in the neck, then stole all my electronics. He said it was because my lisp confused him. Mike got me a million dollars. Most of that went to fees. You just think because you're hunting snakes you can push my clients around? You're wrong, because none of my clients are snakes. Not one. I was walking my dogs past his house and I tried to hand him a doggy doo bag to throw away since he was right there by his trash can, but he refused to take it. That's right. I don't take shit from anyone. I'm attorney Mike Hammer and I will go to war for you. All right, we've had a big evening here already. Uh, let, let's see where uh, some of the other callers might uh, fall uh, between uh, Royston Bong Donor and uh, Scritch Shouterhorn. Uh, let's go over here to line two. Go ahead, line two. Hey there. Know who it is? I know who it is this time. It's I know who it is this time. It's Hot Sauce Man. man. Yeah. It's right. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know because you, you, you do the creepy voice when you call up, but then you, you do a lot of laughing afterwards and it feels uncomfortable, but then, you know, a little comforting. Oh, is it is it predictable? I, I'm just saying you've done it uh, a couple times. It, oh. I, I would say it's like totally predictable, but, you, you know, it's it's like a routine. Oh, but I, but it, it, it strikes fear, though, right? Like, like you're you're scared when you hear it. No, like, I mean like, it's right? it's more like uh, when you go see the Scorpions and they play the hits. You know, like you're gonna see uh, or hear rather, "Rock Me Like a Hurricane," but it, everyone knows it's coming. You know, let, 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 just to, I want to make this clear. So you're hearing, you know, hot sauce, man. And then there's like a, a, a cold chill that goes up your spine and you, you're sweating. No, no. I, I feel like it's more like, ah, here we go. Oh, like, boy. A, like a buckle up, <laughs> but not like a buckle up because things are about to get dangerous. More like a, like when a mom is about to put her seatbelt on because, uh, you know, she's about to rush to get the kids to school. Oh, well, I mean, she's going to drive fast. I have got a whole new thing that I do now um, where uh, um, I'm going to. Yeah, now you're going to hear squishing noises (laughs) and they're you don't know what it is. Hot sauce man's got some. Is it a body or is it? Just some tomatoes that he has out making for a salad. Oh man, I, I hope it's the salad. <laughs> if I had to <laughs> pick between the two, I'm I'm really pulling for salad. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's it's the salad. But imagine if it was the body. Ooh, I just got a chill. <laughs> that gave me oh, the chill. Good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> still got it. <laughs> Uh, well, hot sauce, man. Obviously, uh, it, yeah. we've got. Uh, I was hoping to broker a, a piece here between uh, Royce and Bong Donor and Scritch Chowderhorn. Doesn't seem like it's happening. In fact, things are uh, potentially becoming more fractious. Um, yeah. So, yeah. as a resident of Fakahatchee, I'm assuming you live here and you don't, uh, you know, commute in to do your murder. Um, wh- which uh, which gang leader do do you think you would uh, find most fitting if you were going to sign up with a gang? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I really don't go for either one of these guys. You know, I'm getting more of an independent. But uh, if I had to choose one, you know, Scritch Chatterhorn really just does come across as more of a, you know, he's a, 
he's less of a kamikaze. You know what I mean? He's he's not uh-huh. the kind of guy who's gonna you know take you and the rest of his posse in there, you know, and uh, and just go ahead and blow everything all to hell. You know, the, the T-ball walkers, I, I don't I don't appreciate them. I, I, I don't like them. But at the same time, I, I will certainly take them over a Royce and Dongboner anytime. Yeah, so right. that's just me. Uh, I mean, as far as I go, I don't like people who make DUIs um, and uh, don't like scooters. Never right. have. Never have. Uh, you, you're um, referring to the incident where uh, where Royson hit a, a bunch of parked cars and uh, I lost a scooter, uh, I believe, before uh, getting his uh, very fancy fast one now. Blew it up. Yeah. <laughs> from what from what I heard, from what I heard, right. that's what I read in the in the paper or uh, the TV. I read it in the TV because that's where you find out stuff. What could Royston do uh, to to sway your vote uh, to to really get your machete out there and uh, do some business for Royston? Anything? Look, him and the Eighth Street Dust Kings are are all a bunch of psychos. All right. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if uh, he had some C4 underneath one of his walkers or something like that. I right. mean, for God's sakes, you know, they're, they're mad men, all of them. And the, the amount of paperwork because of them, it's just it's madness. I, you know, I don't want to have to deal with any of that. Yeah, I mean, it was I, I, uh, I, I, it was I such a disaster at the, uh, at the at the Mayor's Day Parade. Um, oh, boy. When, uh, when um, uh, what's his name? I, I'm already forgetting his name. Uh, with uh, Da Vinci Code died. Um, oh, oh, James Brown. Yeah, yeah James Brown. No, that way, yeah. that's not right. <laughs> I, you know what? James Brown uh, it was not only a fantastic singer, Dan but Brown, also an Dan incredible Brown. writer. James Brown has been dead for ages. <laughs> that's what you Come think. on. Please please don't write into the station saying it's Dan Brown. We know it's Dan Brown. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Since we're on the topic, you know, have you listened to a bunch of James Brown stuff? Man was a legend, all right? And uh, heck of a mover. Heck of a mover. You know, I I could see you really enjoying James Brown uh, from somebody oh. who, who's really into Buster Poindexter's Hot Hot Hot. Oh boy! Oh, don't I, get me I can see you've got that rhythm. You know what? If I can, I go ahead and since I have you on the phone, can I go ahead and just put in a request now for Hot Hot Hot? Can Can you play that when we get off the phone here? Uh, well, I I end the show and and go right into some uh, mandated buzzing that I have to play. Um, but. Oh. After uh, Good Morning Sunbuns tomorrow morning, usually there's a, a block of music. Uh, usually okay. I'm asleep by that point, but I, I could leave a post-it note uh, if you'd like. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and leave a, leave a couple. That way maybe they'll play it more than once. Okay, so it, just any James Brown? Oh, well, I mean, now you, you got me on Buster Poindexter, so now I'm kind of in that, you know, so just really hot, hot, hot. And if you, you know, just like two three times on that same rotation because then that way in case like i'm well that, that's not good for the the listeners and you know that hot sauce man we can't we can't play hot 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 more than one time in a row like Listen, n- nobody's gonna sit through sauce, that man hot sauce man's gotta hear bust your point because right. it's hot 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 well get on the itunes store and, and buy it for yourself uh, i think you're gonna enjoy it more that way because uh, we have to play the radio edit yeah, let me just ask you something now. If maybe next time I called, if I opened with playing "Hot, Hot, Hot," would that be the kind of thing that would just put a sense of fear in you and really make your eyes, you know, uh, quiver and make you question the, everything you know about life? You know, here, I I like the idea. I I would need a slower tempo. Uh, I would need a oh, different God. key, and I would probably need like a really soulful female singer so that it's oh. it's like real creepy. <sighs> 
Well, now you're talking about me getting like an acoustic or something like that. And I mean, I'll be honest. A lot of the people I come in contact with, I murder. So it's not like I can ask somebody, you know, mid torture. Hey, would you mind laying down a track for me before I go ahead and cover you in hot sauce and murder you? I mean, you really, you're really you put me between a rock and a hard place here. I mean, uh, maybe you could try Fiverr. I, I'm sure there's some musicians that that would take uh, take your gig on Fiverr. Well, that's the thing. Then they know me, and then I have to go find and murder them. And so, like that becomes a whole thing. Uh, yeah, and, that's true. They would be able to track like who used it. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Well, th- look, you're the uh, you're the serial killer here, so uh, you obviously know your business much better than I do. Yeah, that's right. Hot sauce man knows about killing people. All right, hot oh, sauce man. Well, uh, we got to keep moving on. I, I've got another call here that I want to get to tonight. Uh, but uh, thank you as always for calling in. And um, I don't know. It, it feels weird to say happy murders to you. What do you say to to somebody that you know is like a, a stone cold killer to like wish them a good day? Oh, uh, easy. You you scream, put it down, put it down. Oh, you strike such fear in my heart. What a great thing you do when you call up and you laugh. Like you know, I generally say that to people. Right, right. I, well, all I, right, hot I mean, sauce just, man, put it down, put it down. You, you generally strike so much fear into the heart of uh, everyone listening. I forgot how the last part of that goes, but uh, uh, thank well, you, you for calling. you do the laugh. Okay, all right. Have a good one. Don't forget the, the post all right, uh, yeah, I've got it written down right here. Uh, I just have to peel it off the thing and stick it onto the monitor. All right, we're going to take a quick break from Snake for some of the Fakahatchee community announcements. Just uh, just a few quick ones here tonight. Uh, Hank's old Arby's, it's not legally an Arby's, will be closed next week uh, so that Hank can go see his son graduate from nursing school. Uh, Hank asks that you make other lunch plans during this time, and, and please don't try to serve yourself by jimming the door open and firing up the grill. Uh, that's great. Uh, I know Hank's son has uh, really struggled in school, and uh, fabulous. Uh, how exciting to see him graduate. Uh, the Friends of Mosa invites you to come down to participate in the moment of shared orgasm by linking the goni of our orgasms together and with one another at one precise moment in time. We can generate positive Zan energy that we can then send out into the world to provide real change around the. Pl- okay, there's like a whole nother additional page of this. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, okay, too long didn't read. Come yank it or poke it with strangers in the park this Thursday evening. Uh, And that is uh, all the announcements for this week. So let's get back right now to your calls and opinions. All right. uh, Well, let's go over here to line. uh, Line four has been blinking for a while. Let's go over here to line four. Go ahead, caller. Hello there, horse. It's uh, Sheriff Bud Nichols. Uh, Sheriff Bud, how are you? You know, I'm not too bad. And I know it's been a while. Um. And I have uh, heard, you know, some of the discussions you've had about uh, whether or not I was doing a good job in my capacity as Fakahatchee Sheriff. And uh, that is fair. And I just want to let you know, I I appreciate that uh, while doing so, you did not impugn my character as a man or as a citizen. Uh, well, you're welcome, Sheriff. I think, uh, you know, it's it's sort of the responsibility of every citizen to, to shoulder uh, the safety of their town uh, on their shoulder. Uh, you get what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, that's the the very reason why I tried to broker a peace between uh, Royston Bong Donor and uh, Scritch Outerhorn. Anything we can do to make our town safer. 
that's that's very much appreciated. And and also, I would like people to know anyone who's listening that um, this this entire time, uh, if I thought genuinely that there was anyone who could uh, do a better job as sheriff than myself, I would happily have stepped down and let someone else take over. Right. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I'll be honest. I still don't know uh, if there is somebody better or or not. I mean, there there are still a lot of looming issues uh, going on with the town. I don't really want to get into that. I want to talk about the snakes, the snake contest. But um, instead, we ended up trying to broker a piece and uh, then Hot Sauce Man called in and uh, it, it's uh, kind of gone off the rails, uh, which, you know, the show is prone to do. But uh, I, I thought we'd have some hot tips uh, for potential sure. snake hunters out there. You know, I, I was I was calling into that uh, originally, and I and I did hear the hot sauce man's call, and I don't want to take any attention away from from the great snake hunt. Uh-huh. I wish all snake hunters luck, but uh, I, I do have to let you and your listeners know, horse tonight. I, I've got some uh, some bad news and some good news. Um, you know, depending on which you'd like to hear first. Oh, uh, man, uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm sort of a, a bad news first kind of guy. Okay. I got you. Well, horse, the, uh, the bad news is that I now have to seriously consider, uh, the possibility that I, I might need to step down, uh, as sheriff. Oh, that's, uh, that's the bad news. Um, why I, that's a that's a huge announcement. Um, what's the good news then? Well, the good news is the reason that I have to consider that is uh, just because I'm embarrassed about how long it took me to figure out who the damn hot sauce man is. Oh, Woo! I'm getting him, horse. Why you you know who the the hot sauce man is? You know, I, I actually uh, just before this call, I, I got off the phone with Judge Franzia. She's working on a warrant right now, and uh, we're going to go pick this son of a bitch up. Uh, this is this is huge, Sheriff. Um, I if if I I I apologize. I I can't tell you how relieved I am. I, I, I'm not worried about anything you or anyone else has said about me over. I kind of feel like uh, you got me on a little entrapment there because uh, you were like, well, I know you've been talking bad about me, Horace. And then uh, you, you're sitting pretty on uh, solving a mystery. Well, you, you can't uh, you can't deny, man, the simple pleasure of of just enjoying uh, knowing that he's about to to show folks up who, who had doubts in him. You know, well, I have to say I am. I am ready to eat crow, Sheriff. Uh, can you tell us uh, who it is? Can you can you lay it on us? Well, well I'll tell you what. I, I've been listening to the show because, uh, you know, someone did tip me off that the hot sauce man, or, or at the very least, someone claiming to be the hot sauce man, uh, had become a somewhat regular caller to your program. Right, right. I, 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 he developed a strange obsession with me. Early on, early on, I remember, he, he seemed to be real into you, Ars, and, uh, and that was kind of why we were all you know, kind of keeping an eye on, on things and keeping an ear on the show, to be right, honest. Right, And I got, I got to tell you, it, his voice always sounded uh, pretty familiar to me, but then... I know he's he's on his little super villain kick and he's he's doing his whole thing. And I heard him mention he's doing voice exercises before he calls in to make himself sound more scary. And I, I think that's what was throwing me off and, and keeping me from recognizing right. uh, whose voice it was that I was hearing on the show. 
and that was that was really eating at me. And so yeah. I, I kind of became I I became a, a regular listener. I couldn't wait to to see what I could pick up. And you know, I noticed he seemed to have a, a real beef with the uh, with Wilson Bongdonor and the the Eight Street Dust Kings. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's fine. So do I. These guys are causing me some. These guys will be the death of me. I'll tell you what. I'm, well, I'm done with I it. say like uh, half the town uh, over 60 has, has a huge issue with Royce and Bong Donor. Uh, and the other half I, is I uh, behind a, him all the way. It's a, a huge recruiting base he's got. And I, yeah. And, but but uh, this guy in particular, Hot Sauce Man, he, he not only seemed a little fixated on it. I noticed when he called in earlier tonight. He said something about uh, things causing too much paperwork. Now, who, who's got to do paperwork uh, uh, relating to these uh, Dust Kings versus T-Ball Walkers fights? Who's, who's having to do paperwork over that other than myself and my department? I, I just assumed you know, it was, uh, you know, like uh, just something you say, you know, like, yeah, I got to go do some paperwork. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. But then little things start to add up. You know, he, he also was talking about... Uh, you know, he said something about the scooter blowing up, and he seemed to, he seemed real into that whole situation. And then here's where he got me, Horace. All right. He called Mr. Bong Donor. He called him Mr. Dong Boner. Okay. And this whole thing started however long ago when Mr. Bong Donor got into a uh, an altercation with one of my deputies. Uh huh. Who had who had accidentally slipped and called him Mr. Dongboner. Right. That was one of my deputies, Horace. That was Deputy Tucker. Well, well, are you, you're saying one of your deputies is, is the hot sauce man? I'm telling you, if the person who's been calling into your show is the real hot sauce man, that is my deputy, Deputy Tucker. Deputy Tucker, he's the he's the guy that killed the person behind Baseball Mercantile, who who killed uh, presumably one of the Trailblazers on this very show. I think he did them all. I think he did them all, and I I gotta say I'm embarrassed because this is a man. This is a man who works under me, Horace. Yeah. How could I not have known? How could I not have seen the signs? I I mean. I'll be honest, Sheriff. I am having a little trouble wrapping my head around this. Um, it, it, it's a, it's a lot you're to... having trouble with it. I I was sick to my stomach when I started to figure this out. Right. I, it's it's a lot this to guy's take been in right there in front of me. Yeah. Uh, and you have a warrant uh, already for for uh, Deputy Tucker. Yeah, we're gonna go and nail his ass to the wall. Oh wow. I, I, I literally do not know what to say, uh, Sheriff. Uh, I, well, I, you know, I've been, you know, I've been listening to the show. You guys did a whole, a whole program about, uh, you know, who, who thought I was doing a bad job, who thought I, I should lose my job. And, uh, <laughs> you know, couldn't help myself. Had to, had to call and let people know. Sorry, this is I just uh, so much to take in uh, all at once. I, I've got a lot of feelings going on. One, I'm relieved. Uh, two, uh, I'm excited that I'm probably not going to have any more dead scorpions uh, mailed to my house. Uh, three, I'm a little got that over with. Yeah, I'm three. I'm a little taken aback because it was a member of law enforcement Four, I'm apologetic, I think, because. 
you know, we we didn't think you could do it. And then it seems like you've done it. Well, you know, I'm not proud of how long I'm not proud of how long it took me to put this together. But I would just like to point out once again, in my own defense, nobody else figured it out either. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, he just did whatever he wanted with that. Without impunity, I, I remember he uh, he what was it? He wrote the uh, spicy on the the football field or uh, caliente. I, I yeah, can't remember with dead kids. Ugh. And all along, he should and, and you know I should have known because like like you said, it did turn out this was a uh, a member of law enforcement. But I must point out that as a law enforcement officer, you know this guy couldn't find his ass with both hands. Was he like actively working against the investigation on the inside or was it all an act or was he just a really bad cop? It's a little early on for us to determine uh, uh, how much damage he could have done. But uh, to be quite honest, uh, you know, he wasn't there half the time anyway. I, I don't know how much damage he could have done. Right. You know, that should have been another sign that anytime something popped up with this hot sauce man business, Deputy Tucker wasn't there when I needed him. Wow. Wow. Uh, I I guess the sheriff, I, I speak for all of Fakahatchee when I say I I hope you you nail this son of a bitch to a wall. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get him, Horace. We've we've all but got him now. I think yeah. uh, I think pretty pretty soon everybody's gonna be uh whistling a, a different tune about old Sheriff Nichols. Right. Well, uh, Sheriff, uh, congratulations. I, I cannot wait for this to be wrapped up uh with a bow and and put behind us. Uh, and, uh, you know, usually I'm, I'm not this type of guy, but, uh, I'll, I'll say it, uh, I'll say it on the radio. I I don't care, uh, if he should die while you're apprehending him and, uh, we never have to talk about him again or go through a long lengthy, uh, lengthy trial. Wouldn't hate it. His, his death and his, uh, his life or death. That's, uh, that's not in my hands. Right. You know, that's, uh, that's in the hands of the court. But, let, let but me it kind of is. Right out there. Okay. I mean, you know, something could always happen. Or, or, or you're getting, getting weird about it now. Look, it, he's, he's very charismatic. I will say that about hot sauce, man. Very charismatic. Good for ratings. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just don't like buddy, him saying any stuff. It, I mean, we we had to send uh, Tiffany Bunzel on a date with that that guy. Like it, it's ridiculous. Like you know, I'm I'm starting to go through like the phases here, and now I'm angry. Uh, the first one was acceptance, and now I'm angry. Oh, you you think you're angry? I've been sitting, I've been stewing on this, and it it took me this long. It took me waiting to to call in to to a show to give snake hunt safety tips for me to to finally put this little jigsaw puzzle together uh i'd be lying if i said i didn't feel like there was egg on the fence oh my god uh well sheriff i'd I'd get him that's all i could say is uh i'm gonna let you go right now one because the show is running long and i gotta play this mandated buzzing uh or the government comes down on me i'm gonna let you go go get him it's time to to do the thing that you do Thank you for this uh, opportunity to uh, to have my little uh, moment of redemption, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a- anyone going snake hunting, uh, please be safe. And uh, please know you will be able to snake hunt, uh, snake hunt peacefully without fear of any shenanigans going on because of the hot sauce man. Because uh, he's uh, he's not going to be running loose for too much longer here.
Fantastic. <laughs> I I think I'm now in the third step, which is like relief, like acceptance and then anger and sort of relief. I don't know. I got a lot to process here, I think, Sheriff. Uh, but uh, we got to get off the air here pretty quick. But uh, go get them. Go get them. All right. Talk to you later, Horace. I got <laughs> me a creepy right. nail. Uh, thank you so much, Sheriff Bud Nichols. Oh, my goodness. Uh, look at the time. Uh, <laughs> and my producer is absolutely asleep behind the glass uh, with his earphones half off his head. Good Lord. Uh, that is going to do it for Night Drive this evening. Uh, we obviously didn't start out where we ended, but uh, isn't that always the case with the best journeys? And, you know, while we couldn't broker a piece, just um, maybe our town got a little safer this evening. Uh, good morning, Sunbuns with Tiffany Bunzel takes over at five o'clock tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, Tiffany's got Florida's best hair replacement doctor who will show that he's not afraid to put hair on anything. The director of Beef Kickers has some pointed words for the late Mother Teresa. Mark Wahlberg drops by to talk about why he's decided to look more like Ike Barinholtz as he gets older. And Tiffany will discover the exciting new things you can do with a simple tangerine. Uh, all of that uh, coming up tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review the show wherever you happen to jam it in your ears. Reviews are a great way to help others know that the show might be worth taking a chance on. But of course, nothing beats writing Night Drive backward on the bottom of your shoe and then kicking it into a lackey's head. So when he goes back and talks to the big boss about how he failed, the big boss will be forced to ask, what is Night Drive? And then maybe you have a shared interest and your feud will finally come to an end. You can reach the show on Twitter at Night Drive FM, on Instagram at Night Drive FM Insta, or on Reddit at r slash Night Drive FM. And there's always an open invitation to join the Discord, full of great folk from around the world. We're always talking about something in there. It's uh, almost never about the show and almost always something to laugh about. Currently, we're excited for the new season of Taskmaster and talking about She-Hulk. To join the Discord, don't be shy. Just reach out, ask for an invite. We'd love to have you in there. Want that Night Drive look? NightDriveMerch.com will take you to storefronts where you can get shirts and stickers and the Season 1 Night Drive poster, which you will definitely want to get 30 or 40 of if you're trying to use it as wallpaper. Night Drive is produced by Michael Truly and is hosted by a man who refuses the popular dichotomy of both push and pull, and so he'll remain in this public restroom for just a little longer, Horace Wexler. Oh man, the collar is brought all the pomp and circumstance that you could expect for a show of this sort, which is actually very little. Eric Toms, Evan Gaustad, Clint Gage, Casey Redman, and Clayton Meeks. I'd also like to thank our lightning callers as well. You all help make the show possible by helping make the show. Hashtag you do the work. Also a very special thank you to our musical guest, but to the max with the fart fart bunch for giving us access to their back catalog. Evan and Clint have a new podcast that features a lot of the Night Drive callers turned writers as they host a podcast based on their novella, Oh Shit Vampires. Uh, it's got a bunch of different comedians writing different but connected chapters. Uh, we'll be hosting an episode of their show on our feed soon, but uh, if you just can't wait, I encourage you to check it out on some of the places the podcasts are heard. Our producer, Michael Truly, was on there just last week uh, if you'd like to hear him talking about the chapter that he wrote. Well, that is going to do it for us here tonight. Uh, thank you for spending uh, your your wee hours with me. Uh, it's 5.30, and until Tiffany takes over at 5 o'clock, 
here's four and a half hours of government-mandated buzzing that I am, ooh, frankly, a bit late getting to. Uh, I do hope that's not going to bite us in the ass. Uh, until next time, I'm Horace Wexler. Keep night driving. <laughs>